Yeah, you know what it is. Special episode, quarantine and chill. What's going on, my brother? What's poppin'? Oh, you know, man. Same show, different day. Hey, thanks for tuning in to my podcast, No Bad News by yours truly, Don P. Make sure you go follow me on all social media platforms. And as always, stay motivated. Man, you man, taking care of the kids, taking care of the family, man, working. And How, are you guys still on like, a, I mean, I know you're not on quarantine, but like, are you guys allowed to be out and about and go to places? I mean, technically, right now we're we we still have the stay at home order. Right now, oh, really? yeah, yeah, because that shit is like, um, I mean, like, what, are we Paige? Are we in the stay at home still? No, no, we're not. Yeah, that, that's 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 one of the questions. When I'm like, what's going on in Florida? Because that for a while everybody was mad because you guys weren't shutting down your beaches. Then you shut down the beaches. Then they opened well, up the beaches. <laughs> so. Well, what happened was like. So when they first shut down the beaches, like a lot, of, it was like spring break. So a lot of spring people, tourists, you know, people from out of town and shit, would come to the beach. So it wasn't really like the locals. Yeah, and it kind of bad. And like a lot of the pictures and like the, the coverage, like, you know, they'll show like old ass videos and stuff like that. It makes seem like it was like a ton of people, but it really wasn't. Right, right. Because I I go outside and it was. I mean, I said it was people like out like walking and jogging, and because we're downtown, so it's you know a lot more like walk friendly and shit to do but now it's kind of today they uh they opened the the gyms oh and, nice uh, yeah i don't know about i think gyms and movie theaters i'm not sure but so like i went to the gym earlier today and it was it wasn't it actually wasn't really wasn't that busy but then again i went like at one o'clock on a monday so it's not busy right. anyway so that's always the best time to go yeah so i'm hoping you know I, we we're, we're like in phase we're still in phase one yeah, we're like in phase one still, which is uh, like restaurants are open, but they're like at twenty five percent capacity. Yeah. So like they're putting like all these like little outside uh, setups with tables and stuff like that. So I mean, people are still managing. Yeah, I mean, it's for us. Every restaurant is basically takeout if they are still open. Um, right everybody's you know when you go into the grocery store you you know most most grocery stores you're required to wear a mask even if it's yep. not one of the like the actual protective ones um yeah, so you yeah. gotta wear a mask or some type of face covering um six feet of distance still which is almost impossible like we I, you know i shop at costco mostly so it's like it's always packed yeah like we um we we actually went to trader joe's today and some places are like are like that but like for instance like Publix, which is kind of like a uh kind of like a Myers, I guess, down yeah, here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, they don't have, like, you can go in, and I was never busy, really. Um, but Trader Joe's is, like, like a line, not down the street, but it's, like, a little bit of line before you get in. They can only have a certain amount of people come in at one time, which is good, though, because then, like, not all the food and shit is, like, ordered by one person, so. Gotcha. Yeah. That's dope. That that's dope. That's a, that's a lot more than what we got going on. Yeah, but, I mean, shit, we be seeing on the news, what the fuck is it, Lansing? You know, oh, yeah. protest yeah. all that. I was like, damn, they never go get out the house. They do all that shit. Like, I mean, what's what's crazy is when like the governor first initial uh, initially started to stay at home order. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm from Detroit, and Detroit know how to act. They were still at like there was a video of like just a bunch of people at one of the local parks, and like it was packed. Like they was 
they was partying. Like <laughs> it was wild. Really? Oh yeah, we made national news, yeah. man. It was crazy. And, and that's the thing, cause like people like people still getting sick, and I get it. Like you know, if you're young and healthy, or you know, most people have mild to you know no symptoms at all, so they just they kind of just brush it off. But you know, you you hang around other people, you get sick, or you may be carrying a virus and you're fine and then you go see grandma or some shit like that and then you know that's who you really can get sick and oh, yeah. you know and you don't even know where you got it from and here you can you really can only go to the hospital if you are like severely sick and you about to die or some shit so oh yeah well what's even more crazy about it is because obviously you know i, I instruct at a title boxing club out here and back in december when we had our employee christmas party in cleveland ohio the day, like, we, we stayed out there the night, and we went to um, Punch Bowl Social, and then the next day, we drove from Cleveland back to Detroit to get my kids, and then back to Grand Rapids. On the way from Cleveland back to Detroit, I started telling my wife, I'm like, I don't, I, I just don't feel good. And she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I got a fever. Like, I just, I just, I feel like I'm coming down with a cold. So, mm-hmm. by the time we get back to Grand Rapids, it was just, like, I was so fatigued. Like, like she got mad at me because I'm like, look, I'm I'm tired. Like, I, I know we got two kids. You're going to have to put both of them to bed. Like, I just don't feel good. And I just right. and I just drove eight hours on top of that because we had to stop in Detroit and then drive to Grand Rapids. So overall, eight hour trip going back. So I'm just like uh-huh. passed out on the couch, breaking out in this cold sweat, you know, coughing, sneezing. And I'm like, all right, I got a cold. And then four days later, it just kept getting worse. And I'm just like, how bad can this get? And it got to the point where I'm just like, all right, I got I to gotta go to the doctor. So I scheduled an appointment with the doctor and they run a flu test by me. And they're like, no, you don't have a, you know, you don't have the flu. It's probably just a bad cold, you know, go get some right. fluids and, you know, get some rest. And for like two more weeks, I felt the same way. And I finally started feeling better. And then my wife, at first, she didn't get sick. And then a week later, she got sick and she was like really bad sick for like a whole week. And then... She was just like, that was the worst sickness I ever had. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And, you know, we kind of got away from that. And then next thing you know, March, people are, oh, COVID-19, these are the symptoms. I'm like, babe, these are the same symptoms I had when we went into the doctor. I think that happened to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. That that were sick way before it was a, you know, it was a major thing. Like, even me, like, I remember, like, in February, I think. I could have been February, early March, can't really remember. But I was working, and I remember it was, like, a Sunday, and I was supposed to go in, and I just felt like shit like saturday night i felt like just fatigued like not like i didn't have a fever but i just felt like really tired yep. and you know, lethargic and then sunday i called off and i was still feeling like shit and then monday like every like it was like three or four days and i just had like just different symptoms it was never like the same thing every day but then like tuesday i'd be like sneezing or i was like I, I, the thing is i was never coughing or like had a fever that's right. the thing i had nothing like but that just tired and, and, it was dead tired. yeah and, by like Thursday and Friday, I was kind of fine, and you know that was it. And then, you know, my girl, she didn't get sick at all. So, who knows? You know, maybe I was just sick with something else and didn't know it. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people either had oh, yeah. it, oh yeah, way before it was was a thing and got over it. And then, you know, but then like once they made it a big deal, then people started getting paranoid, and, and you know, if thought every little sneeze was corona or something like that. And that's how it is now. And I was telling right. people like. You know, it's on the news. Ain't nobody dying from anything else but Corona. You know, right. you get, like you get a car accident and die, and then you could have had Corona, and they just they blame test you for it. <laughs> yeah, they just blame death. Oh, he had Corona. That's why he died. No, he died because he got hit by a fucking you know semi truck. Oh yeah. 
Well, I even, and, and, we even had a girl um, that um, basically one of my, my cousin's sister-in-law, she's one of the nurses that got called from Detroit to New York. And she had made this long post on Facebook talking about like, you know, a lot of people ha- are, have some skepticism about this coronavirus just being stated as a COVID-19 death, no matter what the real reason of people's death were, if it was, you know, because of, you know, their lung collapse or something like that, they're saying it's COVID-19 just because they had traces of it or because they had COVID-19. It's just like, well, you can do that either either way. It, you know, at the end of the day, you can say whatever you want to say to make life easier for you or lighter on the paperwork or just create more skepticism. And I just, right. you know, I had also read on one of my coworkers, um, her good friend, her daughter, had I forgot what kind of uh, what kind of disease she was already diagnosed with, but her uh, the disease had basically got so severe that it got to the point where she needed to be airlifted, and they wouldn't take her until she tested positive or negative for coronavirus. Yep. And by the time that the test came back, she was almost in a, such a severe state that she almost died. Damn. So it was just like, like she she lived, but it's just like, man, like y'all was really go go going through the extreme measures just to test and see if she had a virus, and you know she yeah. got already like a pre pre uh pre existing condition. Like that's crazy. It's just, it's under and hospitals. People were saying like hospitals like get like a incentive, yeah, for like a financial incentive for you know reporting corona cases and deaths and all all that type of stuff. So you know they might be kind of inflating you know, the information, like, oh, so-and-so has corona, stuff like that, and, like, you know, you couldn't get, like, any surgery. If it wasn't, like, a, uh, uh, you couldn't get, you no know, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, surgeries that are not, like, life-threatening. Like, you couldn't, like, yeah, you, know, yeah. Get, you know, lipo or some shit like that. No, that was, you know, if it's not an urgent, then you couldn't do it, so I don't yeah. know. At the end of the day, it's probably all about money anyway, so who knows? Money makes the world go round. <laughs> for real. You know, I'm hoping uh, we can there's another round of uh of uh, uh stimulus checks, but from the looks of it, it looks like you know that may that may not happen because people right. are going back to work, so on and so forth. Now, what what like what what are you doing full time? What's what's the full time get? So right now, so school just finished. Obviously, uh, last, I think last week was last week, and I was working at a bar at the time before everything got uh before we got shut down and laid everybody off. Pretty much, I think March the week of March fifteenth, pretty much. Yep. And down here, like everybody filed unemployment, obviously, but the Florida unemployment system is terrible. Ter- when I say terrible, like it's still people who filed like in March and haven't got their money yet. Wow. It's yeah, it's really bad because the system down here is just the online system is it's it's outdated. Gotcha. And in Florida, it was designed to it was designed to, to be frustrating, like to be difficult to actually apply. Right. And like, go get when, a job. <laughs> yeah, that's well. Because not only that, because the, the way they did it is, you know, it's all about the, the the job reporting. So to make it look good, if if you show less people un- unemployed, you know, it looks better on your state. But yeah, the unemployment rate is low. Exactly, it looks low because nobody could get through the system and, and apply. So that was an issue. So people are starting to get like their money and stuff like that. Yeah, they're getting. Are getting back to norm, not normal, but at least heading in the right direction. So a lot of people like I'm owed like back pay pretty much from uh, unemployment. Gotcha. And then um, you know after like a month because I, I saved money, I wasn't really like pan like too panicky like everybody else because you know I didn't like I saved money for uh uh for a pandemic, but it was just because I was planning to buy a crib soon. Right. And uh 
yeah, after a month, a month and then like a week, six, about five weeks, my buddy um, that I went to high school with, he worked for a staffing company called K Force. Yep. And he hit me up and was like, "Hey, man, like the un- the DEO, which is the Department of Employment Opportunity, mm-hmm. basically the unemployment line, was like looking for people to help answer the phone because they were just getting slammed." And I kind of blew them off like the first week. I was like, "Nah, you know, I'm you know, because we was hoping that our restaurant or excuse me, our bar will open like pretty soon, but then like it just kept getting pushed back. You know, every every time the governor would go on with update." You know, it would delay our opening. So eventually, I was like, "All right, I'll help out." So I've been doing that for about three weeks now. And uh, you know, on top of that, our bar, our our, uh, our owner, did that uh, that PPP loan with that payment protection loan, yep. which, which basically gets us like a paycheck, even though we're not working. Yep. So every other week, I get paid from that plus whatever my pay is from unemployment. You know, and plus hopefully my back pay. So. Ironically, it's I'm probably making a, just a hair more than I would if I was working. Right. If everything was back to normal, anyway, so it's not too bad. I mean, I don't like the the phone lines because people are just calling and bitching about their problems and why they haven't got paid. So yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. But you know, it's 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 money in, a po- in my pocket temporarily until until something changes. Yeah, until things come back to somewhat of a normal. Exactly. Now and with. With, with with that being said, like how how has this time uh, kind of been given to you? Like, have you used the time before you started working for the staffing company to like recreate yourself, recharge the batteries? Like, what what new what new things did you pick up along the way? You know, that's a good question. So, um, the the, the tough part is, I say what what sucked first was, you know, I'm always working out and all that stuff, and I you know I stayed pretty active. You know, I was playing in like a a flag football league. It was at the gym every day. Of course. You know, always doing something. And once they shut everything down, you know, especially the gym, you know, that kind of sucks. So when you're not like doing like your daily routine that, you know, as far as the gym that make you feel good, you got to kind of revert to something else. So I started playing a lot of Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> well, every, everybody did, man. Oh, everybody yeah. started, you know, it, it was almost perfect timing. You know, they, they added like some new game mode and you know, everybody I knew was either buying Xbox or hopping online and playing. So that kept me entertained for a couple, a couple of weeks. But afterwards, I got kind of bored of it because I would just do that all the time. And I was just like, shit, like I need to be doing something productive with my time versus doing that. So the good thing is this. Uh, so with school, everything got uh, switched to online. So I was still like I still had schoolwork to do. Which kept me like in that normal mindset of like, all right, I gotta do this, I got this project, I gotta do this, and so on and so forth. But you know, after a while, you you, you got kind of used to being lazy. I, I guess <laughs> I guess you could say that. Um, definitely was trying to read more. You know, I listened to a couple of audio books that you know I was catching up on, catching up on that I didn't get a chance to you know listen to when um, like some of things were, were were normal. So that was good. Um, yeah, man. You know, I, I, I stayed at um, my girl's place a lot. And, you know, the good thing is what really helps is, is if you if you got a quarantine, if you got to have to quarantine, it's good to like have somebody with you. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it would suck. Like, I don't even know how what I do if, you know, if I was by myself and couldn't go out and all that crap, you know, it would just it would be it would be chaos. But no. So we, we kept each other entertained. You know, we play cards. Um I got a hookah. I've been smoking hookah like crazy, which is not the best. It's, it's like it's like you know, it's 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 dumb on my part because it's like, all right, we got a virus that affects the respiratory system. I'm sitting here 
chiefing on, you know, who, I'm, <laughs> I'm helping the virus if I if I did have it. Yep. Um, because I because I stopped drinking because I wasn't I'm not drinking this year, so gotcha. you know I haven't had a drink since since New Year's January first. So okay. that that's a good thing, and it was also like a f- kind of I wouldn't say frustrating thing because you know when you're bored and you're stuck in the house, most people want you know they want to drink, they want to do something that you know kind of keeps them stimulated. Mental vacation, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but to be honest with you, I'm kind of glad that I didn't, just because I, you know I know myself and. It, to me, it's like if if you're drinking, and like you're unemployed, and it's like a pandemic. It's like it's too many it's negatives. Yeah, no, and it'll kind of exactly, and I feel like it'll kind of like get you down that road that that, that you kind of don't want to go down, and it'd be hard to get out of. Gotcha. So the, the the weird part is, is I don't even know. Like, it, say we do, if I do go back to the to the bar, like if things will be the. I mean, I know things won't be the same. But I don't even know if I want to go back to the bar, you know, because gotcha. it's been, you know, when you're not working somewhere for so long, you kind of not necessarily forget how to work it, but you just kind of lose that drive to even want to do it. And the good thing is, you know, having all this time, I've got to work on like, you know, my craft as far as like editing videos and, and, and the podcast and stuff. And, yep. You know, I've, I've kind of YouTube, you know, went to YouTube I call it YouTube University, but basically learned a lot <laughs> more stuff via YouTube. Um, and surprisingly, a lot of these things that, that you learn, it's, it's pretty easy and, and really not that hard to do. Um, I've also been kind of messing around. I don't know if you are in the stocks, but I have a, like that Robinhood yeah. app. So doing some research on that and, um, you know, messing around. Like, you know, I had a little money to, to kind of play around with and, uh, I've been doing some investing and it's been, it's, things have been on the up as far as my investments. But then again, I'm not like putting thousands of dollars, you know, I ain't trying to like a lot like that, a couple hundred bucks maybe, but you know, just to see, just to learn other opportunities of not only making money, but just kind of diversifying, you know, your skills and stuff like that. I think a lot of people should use this time or the previous time to to do that. Just try something, just try something different. You know, the funny thing is, when I'm working on the phones for unemployment, and not so much now, but definitely when I first started, and I talk to people, and they tell me stuff like, you know, when, when I'm going to get my money, I'm like, yeah, because I because they, even if they don't get it, even if they go back to work, they're still going to get that back pay, whatever they're owed, which is fine. Yep. But most people are like, well, that's nice and all, but what am I going to do right now? I got to pay these bills, blah, 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 and I've been waiting, I applied a week, three weeks, a month ago, all that crap, and in my head, I'm like, you know, for me, it's like if if you are, are sitting there waiting for the government to, like, bail you out or, like, you know, or pay you money, like, you know, like, that's the wrong mindset. Like, I, I, I mean, I can't speak on everybody's, you know, the position, but, like, me, if I go two or three weeks, four weeks, if I'm not working, like, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to find something oh, yeah. that's going to get paid or something like that. And it's just more people are just... Instead of uh, they're more reactive than than proactive, you know. It's like I get it; it's a pandemic, but you know somebody's making money out there. There's some positive. There's some you can do to 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 better yourself, to put your, yourself in a better situation. And when it's a pandemic and everybody's kind of at the same, you know, we're on the same playing field where we can't do nothing. That really, to me, shows like who's who who's motivated, who's really out there wanting to do something. 
and who's just kind of settling for what's happening, you know, and you can, and I, and, and don't get me wrong, you know, I don't have any kids. I don't have a mortgage or anything like that. So, and that is some of the client, people I talk to and they have those issues that they have to deal with. And I don't know how that is, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's still the same mindset. Like, you know, like don't, you're going to, if you know, you're going to get that money eventually, then put that, you know, put that in the back of your mind, you know, that's coming. Don't worry about yep. that. Worry about, you know, what, what should you be doing next? And I talk to people and they'd be like, I've been on, I call, I've been calling all day and I've been on hold for hours. And I've been calling for seven hours and stuff like that. Like you may tell me you spent seven hours calling us trying to get through instead of using that seven hours to figure out a different way to make yeah, and, and just to tell like, you something that's not even really going to get you paid today. Exactly. And it's like, you know, they asked me questions that they like, so there's a website like the, it's like the Florida jobs, whatever. It's a website where you can go on unemployment and, and it's always updated and tells you information you need to know troubleshooting, you know, frequently asked questions. And a lot of the questions I get over the phone are literally on the website. And it's just like, you could see how like people are not using their full resources. You know, they just expect it. You know, they just want, they want to give it to them. Answer. <laughs> yeah. They, they want something to just give it to them instead of going to get it. You know, and it's, 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 it's crazy, man. And if you're an old little lady, I, that's different. You know, I'll, I'll help some old lady who don't know how to use a computer, whatever. I'll walk her through. But, you know, if I'm talking to somebody my age or, you know, somebody uh, of age or an able-bodied person who's just complaining to me, and I get it, it's frustrating, and most people want to vent. But at the end of the day, man, like, I can't pay your bills. Like, you got to figure that oh, shit yeah. out. So. And, it's, and it's crazy that you say that, too, because I know for – this is kind of funny because – Basically, we, we're in this group chat uh, through through Gchat, Gmail, or whatever. Uh-huh. And me and my coworkers, it's it's five of us on the same team. So we basically talk about our day to day operations, what we need help with. Some you know some of the stuff that we may not know. That's like new policy and procedure and stuff like that. And then uh, also to remind ourselves, because you know, with us, most of us working from home now, we've all got mm-hmm. like we've got three, four, up to ten Zoom calls a day. And, uh-huh. you know, sometimes I would forget, like, it'd be on my Google calendar, but I'd get off of a call and just, like, wanted to, like, just regress for a second. Like, all right, let me just walk around, take a walk around the house, walk outside for a second. And I will forget that we have another Zoom meeting in, like, 10 minutes. And then my phone will go off, like, hey, bro, um, you hopping on this call? And it's like, oh, shoot. But one day, I get a chat from one of the guys, and we're all in the group chat, and he's all like, hey, uh, what time is that meeting on Monday? And everybody, like, starts responding, like, it's at 4. Like, no, I got moved back to 4.30. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I don't see this, the invitation to this meeting. And it just so happened that it was like at the end of the day and all of them like had like shut down their computers. And I'm just like, oh shit, like this is it. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the can on Monday. So the whole weekend and it's crazy because then I text them on Saturday, but Hey, what's up fellas? How's everybody doing? Just to see how they would respond. And nobody right. responded. And I'm just like, I'm definitely getting the can right, on like, oh, Monday. Shit. He don't know. He don't know. So Monday comes nope. along, and I'm like, ah, oh, God. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm just going for it. And literally, that Saturday, I'm like, I told my wife, I'm just like, I think I'm going to get fired on Monday. But I'm like, you know what? I'm about to start tapping into my LinkedIn resources and just seeing what they got going on right now. I'm not going to tell them what's going on. I'm just going to see what they're doing. Just in case Monday they say, hey, man, you're out. And I'm like, all right. Hey, exactly. it was awesome. You but got a backup plan. I got two kids, so they they they're not going to eat excuses. So it doesn't matter. 
So I like you know, I, Monday we come in, you know, we uh, we all log into G Chat and I good morning everybody, and I'm like, yo, what's going on with this meeting at four thirty? And like the guy that's kind of like the head of us, he's all he started laughing. He's like, Dom, I'm so sorry, man. And I'm like, oh man, he's like, here it comes. I'm like, what? And he's all like, no, he's like, I forgot that you're not in that email thread because essentially I work remote. Like I'm I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Our home office is in Cleveland. So there's an email group for guys that are just in the office, and it's basically little stuff like, hey, clean up your work area after work, or we got pizza coming at four. Just reminders for stuff for the right. office. So I'm not in that exactly. group because I'm not in the office. So they're like, yeah, man, we got announcement because, you know, we're getting the parking lot done and we're moving our desks. We're moving our office. And I'm like, man, I literally thought you guys were about to fire me. And I'm like, why did anybody, <laughs> I'm like, why didn't anybody respond to my text over the weekend? And then they're all just saying, one was just like, yeah, I was actually up North. I didn't get any signal or another one was like, I actually lost my phone. And I'm just like, so all this just simultaneously happening at once, and I'm just yeah. All out. you guys had just was so busy, you couldn't you know take two seconds. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I hate texting sometimes. Like oh I, yeah, I rather call people because texting. Like, I mean, I like texting, but like you know when I have to text, like if I'm a sister, I can't talk. I have to text, or like if I'm driving, you know, something to where like you know text is, is appropriate, but like you know important shit, you should call on man because texting oh, yeah. like gives people time to forget and also like delay like the truth you know when you like when you're on the phone you ask somebody something like even if like they they can lie obviously but it's harder to lie like in, you know on in the, the moment yeah versus like when you're on the you know you text and like come on i lost my phone you lost your phone on saturday and you, you got it on sunday and you like like these days like it's, it's almost impossible to lose the iphone you know with, with the tracking with all this stuff and it's just i don't know but yeah, man, like you know, <laughs> that's scary. I'd be terrified. Oh, man, I, my heart but, dropped, but I was just like, you know, but, but kind of like you said, I'm just like, I'm not gonna just sit here, let them fire me, and like worry about income. Like, no, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do, and that's exactly. it. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, and that's what's great about you know the the, the positive side about uh, you know the, the quarantine is that it gives you opportunity to like learn new things, like brush upon skills, like yep. you know, like achieve something while you got the time to do it. You know, there's been, it's plenty of times throughout the year where people are like, oh man, I wish I had time to do this, man. If I had the time, if I had the time, if I had the time. And now when you have the time, it's like, you don't use it wisely. And then like, you can only be mad at yourself for stuff like that. Yep. You know, like you can't blame anybody else for not using your time wisely. And it's, I, I get it. It's boring being inside. Don't get me wrong. But you know, this is 2020. I mean, you got, computers you got laptops you got you know high-speed internet you got you got access to so much stuff for free and to 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 sit there and just complain and expect it's just you know that that i guess that shows a lot about you know i guess your work ethic and i'm not saying like everybody's a terrible person but if you don't if you haven't learned anything new or at least attempted to learn something or gain something out of the past two three months we'd be stuck inside then you know, it that that just may just be a be foreshadowing your future, unfortunately. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. The 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 good thing is what I try to tell people. Well, at least what I've been doing for more than just a quarter thing for about a year now, a good year, not cons- consistently, but uh, uh, more times than not. You know, I've been doing like a lot of like uh, meditating. Mm-hmm. Man, that that stuff is it's. I know. It gets hyped up, but it is the truth. It is the best thing that anybody can do, 
you know, in their free time. Even a quick 10, maybe 15 minute meditation. I, uh, I subscribe to, uh, uh, Headspace. And, okay. you know, when you got time to just literally like figure out like, who you are as a person and like really know yourself, it just, it helps in, in your everyday life. And I, I, I I'm slapping myself cause it's been like, like two, three weeks since I've meditated. Cause I keep, my excuse is, oh, I'm too busy, or like, or I forget. But like, at the end of the day, I'm not too busy. Like I said, ten minutes out of your day is, I mean, that's using the bathroom in the morning for me. Ten minutes, you know, that that's nothing. So, I, I definitely, if I recommend anything from anybody who is, you know, who needs a little boost, you know, just mentally, definitely get into some meditation, man, because that stuff is the real deal. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I want to revisit three things that you had talked about. Uh, earlier just because I just found them significant but um, the one of them I already knew about tell me tell I guess the listeners uh, more about uh, your podcast the weekly review oh perfect so um so my podcast the, the weekly review um, it's, it's me and a, uh, a buddy of mine named Sean so we uh, we met at uh, at the local community college here about two almost two years ago I guess August well, I guess it's coming up school year would be would be the two year mark. And um the the program is the I'm in the broadcast digital media program. I just actually finished. I got one more class, one more math class. And um so one of the requirements of the program, you have to do a in house internship and basically they have like a actual like uh broadcast studio. They have like a, a radio studio and across the hall is like an actual like like T V studio similar to what you would see if you ever like went into like actual like newsroom and with the camera set up and all that yeah um but in the radio studio it's set up just like you would like if you're at a radio station um we have like a soundboard you know we got like three or four mics um you know this computer in there you can like you know uh play like videos off the internet stuff like that but anyway um so you have to sign up for pretty much a show uh, a time slot excuse me an hour time slot and since I was working, I really only could do like Thursdays at a certain time. And uh, my the the guy Sean, I didn't know him at the time. He was already signed up for that. He see he was in the same type of scenario. So I was like, hey, you know, why don't we just do a show together? Because and and honestly, I like having a, a co-host because I a lot of times I need some somebody to feed off of. Absolutely. Because you know? there'll be times where. You know, if, if you're by, I mean, I can probably, I can probably do it by myself, but you know, there's times where, you know, you need that other person to, to pick up something that, you know, where you left off or like, maybe you're just not, you don't want any dead air. Maybe just not like, you know, you can't, you know, put the words together. So, so-and-so will, you know, your partner should read that and, and kind of come in. Just consistently and, jog, yeah, jog your memory. Ex- exactly. So, so we started the show, um. And we just called the weekly review because, I mean, at the time we did it once a week. Um, and my idea was, so I used to watch a lot of uh, this show. I don't know if you've seen it. It's uh, the De- uh, Deuces and Meryl. They used to be on like, uh, they were on Showtime. Well, they're on Showtime now. Okay. And they used to be on HBO, I believe. Real funny show. Um, basically, it was, they started off as, as like Twitter trolls almost, you know. Gotcha. I remember. They'd I know what you're talking about now. I know. What you're yeah, talking about they'd now. watch like Twitter videos, and they would just comment. It was it was funny. And as they grew, they would have like actually like celebrity guests on. 
um, you know, politicians, stuff like that. But they were like from New York and they had like their little, like their New York swag and all that. But anyway, I, I loved it, you know. Um, so my idea was, you know, I'm not really a political person, so I didn't really want to talk politics. Um, and then I never really had like one thing that I could talk about every single week. I would get, I would, I'd get bored. Like I couldn't talk about basketball every week. Even though I love basketball, I couldn't talk about it every week. Right. Um, because, you know, my idea was if nothing's really changed in that week, then, I mean, what could I bring up? Right. So Especially right you know, now. Ex- exactly. There's, there's so, no breaking news. Yeah, exactly. Like, for instance, so, so right now, if, I, if we had a basketball show, like, we wouldn't even we, – we could talk about the last dance, but a week, a week from now, what would we talk about? We can't talk about the last dance again. We can't talk about what's happening in the future. So my idea was, like, well, you know, let's – kind of discuss like trending topics like what's hot what's what's new because mm-hmm. the way i've seen it it's every day there's something new you know there's always something to discuss or what's you know new celebrity or new you know what's new going on in the nation stuff like that so the, the idea was we'd always have something fresh to talk about every single week regardless no matter what so that's what we we kind of went with and my co-host you know I, he i think he signed on he was just doing it because it was required for the program, you know. But as we progressed, you know, I, I think he started to see like, okay, well, you know, this this could be something. You know, we got some traction, um, you know, and it's funny and, you know, it's we got, you know, support. So why not keep it going? So as, like I said, it was, it was part of the in-house internship. So, you know, when the semester ended, you know, theoretically our show's supposed to end, but you know, I didn't want that to happen. And the right. fact that we had access to like a real studio was like, it was like a, a diamond in a rough. Like what's the odds that you have access to a real studio, which you don't have to pay for, which right. everything you need and, you know, you can record and download and, you know, without having have to worry about any type of copyright laws or anything like that. So the following semester, you know, he signed up for the class like a, a, the class again so basically we went back and forth each semester making sure that we signed up so we had nice. time, right because we can't like if we if we're not signed up we can't like tell like a student that a new student that he can't have our time slot right you know that's his class right. he has to do it so um eventually fast forward to like this year basically we ran out of like i guess you could say like the classes to use the studio but you know we were really um really good with uh really in good with our uh, the program director so she pretty much just gave us access to the studio you know kept uh the, the time the same and then um we, we kept doing that what i regret the most though so when we do a show at the studio it's live it's recorded live mm-hmm. so the hard part is when it's live you the, the, there's no room for error. Yep. Even though you you you're gonna mess up. There's gonna be times where you mess up, or you may swear, or you may or something may happen, or it may not record correctly. You know, there's nothing you can do about that. And that was the the hard part. But you know, we were able to download once we were done recording. We can download what we recorded. So I have in my show computer like all our shows pretty much. And I, I'm slapping myself for this, but I don't know why I waited. Up until this uh, this past semester, which was January, I guess, to actually start like posting, you know, it on like uh, actual different platforms. Yep. Because what I used to do, I would just say, "Hey, you know, tune in." I would send people links to the to the um, to the website where they could listen live, right? But like, 
if they didn't listen live, that was they they missed it. You know, I can't I couldn't they can't go back and listen to it unless I, you know, post it or something like that. So I've been lately, that's why I've been doing a lot of, you know, I made a Facebook group, you know, uh, excuse me, Facebook page for it. Um, we started a YouTube channel, um, you know, obviously on Anchor and an app and all that stuff, too. So um, the, the hard part is, I, I will say this, the hard part is at the end of the day, it's just two of us. Mm-hmm. OK, so, you know, like times like this, when you don't have a studio and, and there's ways around it, like, like we're doing now, you know, you can Zoom, you could. You know, there's other apps you can use and software so where you can record and stuff like that, even though we're not with each other. But it's it, it's a it's a lot of work, though, too. That's the thing, because like I'm you know, I can as far as being the host or, and, you know, and him being the co-host, that's the easy part. The organization is finding stuff to talk about. That's the easy part. The difficult part is is the tech side, you know, having to edit the videos, having to, you know, make sure that the sound quality is good, having to um, make sure I'm posting, having to make sure I got the right link, having to schedule interviews, making sure that person shows up. You know, that's the difficult part where I wish we had like a third person or fourth person, somebody to record the video, stuff like that. So like we're we're, we're two people, but we're doing the jobs of like, you know, five or six people. Right, and yeah, we're not. I mean, we're the hosts, we're the cameraman, we're the editors, we're the producers. That, like, we're everything. So, the good thing is, we've been doing it long enough to where, like, we learn as we go. Right. So, yep. if you if you listen back, and I mean, I don't have it posted, but even, I listen back sometimes to like when we first started, and fast forward to now, the the huge difference in you know quality and, and content and, and, and even the stuff we say. It's so much more better than when we used to start. I mean, from when we started. So you know, it's it's kind of cool to look back and kind of see where you came from. But you know, the goal is to is to keep growing. You know, kind of find our our, our our niche of where we where we stand. You know, um, you know, find out who our competition is. You know, find out if there's any type of way to you know get sponsored or or how do we monetize this and, and get paid. I, I will say this: the the big thing is. For, in my opinion, anybody that's starting a podcast yep. or any type of you know YouTube channel or anything like that, that you know, it's a show or something. It's consistency. That's the big thing. You got to be consistent. So sometimes at the end of the day, we're a weekly review, meaning we have to at least do a show a week. And sometimes yep. you know he'll be you know I'll have something or he'll have something, a doctor's appointment, stuff like that. And it happens, but like it's it it can be stressful. Cause you're like, you're like, shit, man. Like, you know, if this was on a, you know, big network, this could, this, this could never happen. You know, you don't see right. uh, 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 Ellen DeGeneres say, oh, sorry, shows tomorrow at this time because yeah. I, I forgot I had to do something. Like, you, you, yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to happen. Like, we, yep. we, we need more discipline. And that's where, you know, you got to ask yourself, like, you know, where do you want to take this? Because if you have bigger dreams for your show and aspirations, you got to be consistent. You got to be serious. You got to put that first before you put a lot of other things. And I'm not saying that don't go to work. Like you got to make money, obviously. But like, you know, should you go out to the bar, hang with friends, or schedule this, knowing you got to record the show? Yep. So it's it's you got to prioritize, and especially especially when you know, you want to interview people and stuff like that, you know, you, you got to be on time with them as silly as it sounds. And it, it doesn't matter if you're interviewing, you know, a, a clown, you know, circus clown, you know, that, something silly, like 
being on time, having them on time is it, key. You know, it's it, everything. It, it's everything. Exactly. exactly. You know, and it, even for me, like when I, because you know, for me, it, when I first started doing no bad news, it was just more so people telling me like, "Yo, man, you need to be a you know a, a motivational speaker. You need to, you know, start." doing this, doing that. You need a blog. You need a podcast. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. man, I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to do it because once I'm into something, I'm going to try to stick with it as long as I can. Mm-hmm. And then then I started looking at you know microphones. I'm like, all right, what's the first thing I need for a podcast? Microphones. Mm-hmm. But then I started digging deeper. Like, oh, man, I need a camera. Oh, man, I need like a set. Oh, man, I need this. I need that. And then finally it all came to fruition when one of my coworkers was like, Dom, look, all you need to do is record. Exactly. Just record and, and exactly. go from there. So, like when you started saying, like, "Hey, you need the consistency and things of that nature," and it was just like, because one of the questions I wanted to ask you, like, what advice would you give a fellow podcaster? And that would be just it, like, just produce it, just 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 start your first show, and then you'll mm-hmm. start growing. Then you'll start knowing what you need to do next. Yeah, you, you gotta that, and that's that's the biggest thing. You gotta like so many people, even like so this day and age with social media. And like Instagram and all that stuff, like everybody wants to have that perfect picture. Mm-hmm. They want to have that, you know, that perfect song or whatever it is. And they they beat themselves up because they don't they they critique themselves and they don't think it's good enough, so they don't put it out. And and like I to be honest, I used to think like that. I used to, you know, like you want to impress the the listeners, and you know, you you overthink it. But at the end of the day, you gotta like just put it out, even if it sucks. The more you do it, the the better you get at it, and the less you know, the less you worry about that type of stuff. So like, I mean, like we'd have shows, and like I listen back sometimes, like oh, that's kind of that's kind of whack. So I'd hesitate to want to put it out, but then like you, I I would, and then you, and then I get like positive feedback. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe it's maybe all right, maybe it's not that bad. And, right. and that's you can't be afraid to 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 put out work that. You know that you may not think it's good, but it's actually good. Um, and a- a- another thing is, you know, don't. So let me just sidetrack real quick. So no, I, I actually, um, I had an internship with uh this guy down in. T- I don't. You may have heard him, but this guy, uh, uh Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Used to be big with Hulk Hogan and all that, that yep. crap. He actually, he actually was in Grand Rapids for a couple of years, um, working at a radio station like early nineties, but. Yeah. I interned at his studio. He has his own studio, and you know he does a six to ten a.m. show, morning show. And one thing I learned from him is like he he always so he was streaming on Twitch. He would like live streaming on Twitch, right? And on Twitch, you you can have followers, and they can like they can comment as the show is on, and like you as the person broadcast can read the comments and kind of like talk back to the audience, pretty much, and. He would do that, and his fans, they're loyal, they love him, but, yeah. like, he always maintained control. That That's a big thing. He, he, he always, he wouldn't even have to say it, but, like, he always, you know, let not only his his staff know and, and his other co-hosts know and his fans know that, at the end of the day, it's his show and he's the boss. Like, he's going to do it the way he wants to, he, to, to do it. And what I took from that is, it's like, you know, we, a lot of times people listen listen in, they listen to your podcast, right? Or they have they, they want to give you like suggestions. Oh, you should talk about this. Like, that's great and I get it. They, you know, they, they don't mean any harm anything like that. But like I'm not gonna do what someone else who's not doing it tells me what I should do. You this know, is it's for me. 
It's your show. Yeah, talk about what you want to talk about. Nobody, I don't care what somebody else wants to talk about. No, like, I, I'm the one editing this. I'm the one doing this. Why would I do something to please, you know, a small percentage of people, or not even a small percent, like one or two people, you know? Or, that, or, or just them. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you know, and, and when I'm doing interviews, like, I don't, usually, I don't, like, if someone came to me and said, hey, I want to do an interview on your show, like, you, I'd be kind of skeptical, right? Because, like, if I'm going to interview somebody, it's somebody I want to interview. It's not like, because, you know, I'd have people saying, oh, man, I love doing your show. I'm like, okay, that's great, but what do you have to offer? I'm not just going to throw you on there just to, to throw you on there. You right. know, this is at not that like point, a, At uh, that point, I'm helping you. You're, you're not helping me. And it's nothing it, wrong it, with that, but once it gets to a certain point, it's almost like I'm doing this for me. I'm looking to make out of something out of this off of what I've built. The only people I'm bringing on are the people I choose to bring on because I feel like they can benefit the podcast. You're just trying to benefit yourself. Exactly. You want, they, you, want, you want to hear yourself heard on the microphone. That's what you want. Yeah, and that, that that's what a lot of people do. You know, they just want to be like, oh, I did this. But, like, and, and it's good to have, you know, people on for experience. But once you figure out, like, you know, your show's concept, then you start to really think, okay, well, what does this add? Then you start to figure out what adds, what will help, and what will hurt. So, like, I don't want to – I try not to stray too far away from – you know, from from the goal here. But the good thing about our show is being trending topics. It some it could be a, a lot of times I can have a person on that you know, like for instance, I had my buddy on one time. This guy Daryl, like he's a he runs like a fitness studio. Like he he's like part owner stuff like that. Yep. And I got him on. Why? I'm in the fitness. The city of Tampa. A lot of people. There's a lot of gyms. People work out stuff like that. I personally know him. Of course, I'm having him on. And then I had another guy who you know, was a musician and stuff like, like stuff like that. But I'm not going to put on like, you know, some roller derby person. Like that has nothing to, like <laughs> has nothing to do, <laughs> you know? And I always try to make sure my guests, it's, I try not to do, I interview them, but I also like try to have them part of the show. You know, they get to chime mm-hmm. in, you know, they, we get their opinions on the stuff we're talking about and we make a phone for them and so on. Thanks for, you know, thanks for joining us. Yada, yada, yada. So, that's the thing, you know, make, make sure you're in control. You're choosing who you want to talk to. You're choosing what you want to talk about. You're listening. You love the support, but you're not letting it, you know, control what you actually do. Absolutely. Now, now this, and I, and I don't want to cut you off from that, um, but this kind of leads into one of the questions I was thinking about, too. Um, who's your dream guest? Who, who, who's the one? Who, who's the unicorn of all guests that you would want <laughs> on the weekly review? Yeah, oh, that's a, that's a good one. Oh man, um, man, uh, dream guest, probably. Oh man, I, or I def- if you got a, or if you got a few, if you got a few, just go ahead, ramble. I definitely on. want somebody like funny, maybe comedian wise. I don't know, like, oh yeah, you, you know, first thing, I, I I definitely would love to have actually like Deezus and Meryl on the show because I mean they inspired me, you know, their motivation and stuff like that. So I'd have them on, um. Probably other podcasters who doing stuff. Dream, oh man, it, it could be it could be anybody, man. It's definitely somebody funny though. Like usually, yeah. media on that'd be great because I think you know the show. You at can't the end turn of the day off humor. To, yeah, the show at the end of the day is supposed to be entertaining. Like we we want to make people laugh. We want it to be fun. So we we definitely have some type of pers- uh, you know personalities that that are funny. You know, um, I actually tried to get um, <laughs> the, the 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 mayor of Tampa on. I I sent her a 
her office like an email and you know i was like hey this was during the quarantine i was like hey you know and i always say like what really helps if you want to get people's attention i always say it's like for school you know because we did it out of school at the time so like you know when people read it and they realize oh it's for school i'm helping out the community stuff like that they're more inclined to do it versus just saying you know being a random person just asking so um unfortunately i did get a uh a reply back from one of her like representatives like her like director of like marketing and stuff like that and um she said i called her and she said that you know the mayor is obviously extremely busy and there's a lot of requests and i i I probably can't get her but i can get you know like someone else in her office who who kind of speak for um so we said okay and then like didn't hear back from her this was like a month ago so you know i'm still hopeful but yeah man like definitely somebody funny and i will say this you know don't be don't be afraid to to go out and 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 be i guess bodacious like for instance ask ask someone important you you never know man like send a person an email you you never know who'd be willing to 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 be a guest on your show or would be interested absolutely and even if they're not they may find someone who will help out i um so even with like Jesus and Miro they uh when i'm watching the show at the end of the show they have the credits come up right and the credits show executive producer director everybody who's part of the show and i emailed somehow i got a hold of the uh, email of one of the like exec the one of the writers excuse me and i emailed him his name, his name is uh uh damn what's his name josh goldman or something like that i forgot his last name take no- but people that's want to be fellow podcasters take notes of this by yeah, yeah. dropping some gems <laughs> Drop so, some gems. Let's go. I uh, I emailed him off his website, and surprisingly, he he got back to me like the next day. And I didn't ask him to be a guest. I was just asking like for advice. I was like, hey, you know, I'm trying to do my thing. Yada yada yada. Same type of format. I love what they do. And he gave me some actual like you know some some good advice. And um, you know, I kept in contact with him. I didn't you know I didn't want to bother him too much. Every now and then, I send an email, and it's just you know nothing like big as came out of it don't get me wrong but you know putting a little seed in his brain like who who knows maybe somebody come up to him was like hey we need an idea for a podcast you know anybody and maybe i get mentioned it's it's a long shot but you know you gotta at least try what's the, the worst thing that can happen they don't reply or they say no that's it but if you don't try man you're just gonna sit there in wonderland you know hoping and then next thing you know you're gonna forget about your podcast and give up on it so you know with, with anything not just podcast anything in life if, if you want it you got to ask and you got to try it absolutely absolutely now this next question i'm about to ask you this i mean if, if it's if it's a touchy subject i mean we've we've been boys for <laughs> 11 12 my, years my lip my lips still bleeding <laughs> <laughs> hey hey that was one time I, it was it was a bad it was the wrong night it oh god that was after me. my sister's wedding i remember that I was going. I was going through something. I was going through something at the time. Okay, and it was it was alcohol in my system. So don't judge me. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Um, and it's funny how many people bring up that night all the time. Like I can't believe y'all got into it. And I'm like, you know what? Brothers fight. That that's just, it, it happens. It happens. I'm like brothers fight. They they get they get fed up with each other and they fight. That's just right. Happens. Right. You know. And if anything, I, I think that made our relationship even stronger. Exactly. So all I know is I got some sisters. <laughs> man, I know. I all I know is, listen, all I, I don't know how you do the box. I could never be a boxer, man, because you punch me. 
It limp. I mean, anybody, any boxer punched me in the lip one time, I mean, my shit would just swell up like balloons. And, like, I would just <laughs> throw the talent. I would tell my, my trainer or my, my quarter, like, yo, throw the talent. I look like I can't even see. My lips are blocking my eyes. I can't see it so big. So, uh, yeah, that career is I mean, happen. I mean, between us, that was that was a one-time thing because anybody <laughs> else that we ever came encounter with, they never stood a chance. So very true. That is very true. <laughs> they never stood a chance. But um, I know you had mentioned uh, you weren't drinking that year. This year uh, was was this something that you can't? Was this like your New Year's resolution? Um, you know, yes and no because last year I kind of did the same thing. I actually I went. Um, I think I went four months, and then mm-hmm. I took. A month off. I, I did six months total last year, pretty much. I did two months, one one uh one period, and I did four months. Now the reason I you know have been doing that one, obviously the health benefits of not drinking is always great. But you know, everybody has well personally, every I believe everybody has like they they know what you could say weaknesses or or distractions, and I begin to notice. That I mean, and some people can handle it better than others, but like, you know, when I would when I would drink, I just I I enjoyed it like like most people do, but like it would affect like areas of my life to which it shouldn't, you know. Right. The hangovers on a on a you know going on a Sunday night, knowing you got to work Monday morning, and we would and and I don't know about you, but I drink to get drunk. Like I I can't like sip i'm not a sipper like sip on a couple beers and go home no like we're drinking we're drinking a drink right that's the point um and it just you know you drink and then you're hanging around people who drink and not saying like they were like a terrible crowd or anything like that but you you start to 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 realize what the effects really were and you know Mm -hmm. the money you spend and stuff and and it's just i started to realize like all right this is something that's has no positive benefit to me, right? It's it, it's draining. It's it's hurting my health. It's hurting my bank account. It's you know you get in trouble. Like it it's it's not. It had no type of benefit to me, and I, I just you just get tired of it. I mean, the older you get, the more you start to to realize what you want. And what really helps is is having you know every year the past I'd say three years or so. The past three years, actually, the past three to four years have been. You, I mean, you could say life changing, but they just been more like goal oriented. I started writing down like goals at the beginning of the year, and the first year I kind of started like, you know, I write them down, I put them in my pocket, or excuse me, I put them in my wallet, and you know, I pretty much forget about them. But every couple months, like I go to my wallet and I look at my goals, and I notice that I'd be getting things accomplishing some of them without even realizing it. You right, you know, just mm-hmm. check it off the list, check it off the list. And as the years go on, you know, that becomes a habit and you do that every year. And I, you know, as the goals got bigger, I, I, I kind of see it as, okay, so if I want this goal to happen, I have to give up something. Like what's holding me back from getting this goal? What is hindering me or what's slowing me down? And drinking ha- was, one of, was one of them, you know? Right. And, and I'm a big believer if you want to achieve great things, you have to give up great things. And it's just Absolutely. like, it's a balance, right? You can't. You can't have it all like something you have to sacrifice to gain what you want and once i started doing like these you know stints where i wouldn't drink i would achieve certain things and it'd be you know and it, it feels it feels good i mean don't get me wrong there's days where you know i'm bored as hell and it's you know it's 
a Sunday and it's football Sunday and I don't have to work and you know, everybody's out at the bar and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, you go to a bar, you know, you feel like you have to drink and or you're just not going to have a good time or, or whatever. So I, so like it when you drink a lot, you get to the point where you associate fun with drinking. And that's not mm-hmm. the case. Right. You can have plenty of fun without drinking. But, you know, you got friends, you know, it's hard to tell your friends that because they kind of laugh it off. Yeah, whatever. Because they drink every Exactly. And, and then, but, but, then, but that's the point where you, you got to ask yourself, you know, are these really my friends? Or are they just, right. you know, my associates that I hang around with when I'm drinking? And then, like, once you, once you really start, like, I always say this. So I tell, I tell my girl this, like, you know, as far as, like, meditating, like, the awareness. Like, in certain situations, you have to be able to, like, zoom out. Like, you ever play um, – What's that game? Uh, they still have that that Sim. Remember Sims, Sim City, and Sims oh, stuff yeah. where you controlling the avatar. Oh yeah, you gotta like see yourself like that, right? And you gotta see the the repercussions of doing certain things. And once you can see that, then you start to avoid like certain situations, whether that's drinking or smoking, wherever the hell somebody's vices is. You know, you 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 really see it for what it is, and then you also see the benefits of when you're not doing it and if that outweighs you know the 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 drinking then you got to do it now it's not easy nothing's easy it takes practice it takes time that's why i said i did six months last year and then Mm -hmm. you know i did four months and then you know you fell off a month or two you know it's gonna happen and then hop back on but now since i've done that last year this year it's a breeze like i honestly forgot that i'm not drinking i don't i don't i don't have like i don't have an urge for it i don't like you know, there there's maybe one or two times where I'm like, oh man, I wish I had to drink my hand. That's because, and that's just straight out of boredom, right? That's just straight out of right. boredom. But then it's like, I wish I had to drink in my hand. And then like, I check my bank account and I'm like, nah, maybe I don't wish I had to drink. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, right. I got money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm making money. So I'm I can buy exactly what I'm going to buy. I don't exactly. need that drink. So it's, it's, at this point, it's not that hard. You know, when I tell people, yeah, I'm not drinking for the year. To them, it's like some grand, you know, task that's so difficult. You know, like, it, it, it blows my mind because it's like for when I tell somebody else, it's to them, it almost seems like I'm trying something impossible, right? It's like, oh, shit, you know, I'm for the year. But for me, it's like, I'm not, it, it's nothing but benefits for me. It's not like I'm like, right. going to die. But you, you even said it yourself, you know, it's, it comes to that point where you're trying to separate the people who are just your associates Versus people who you're real friends. Right. Because, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, you know, we got 11, 12 years under the belt. I still drink, but me knowing that you don't drink, well, A, I'm not going to feel like uncomfortable if I forget that you don't drink and say, hey, you want to drink? And you say no, but oh, yeah, I forgot you didn't drink. But I'm not going to see it as he thinks alcohol is a bad thing. Right. That's not, that's not right. what it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's just people, people find it hard to accept that. Because exactly. they're not on the same playing field. Exactly. They, 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 they don't have the same goals. They think they think that you that like for instance, some people they think that that I feel like I'm that I think I'm better than them because I'm not gonna drink. And like and it's a difference between like with you, if I say if if we're if I'm a grand rapper and I say dumb, you know, yeah, I'm not I drink I'm not drinking, like, oh okay, that's cool. But like say if I'm down here and I'm with, you know, associates, I'm not drinking. Come on, man, it could be you know, could be in this. Come on, take a drink. Like, you know, right, like they, right. they, they, they they try to Pushed me to the, you know, to to wanting to be how they are, but at the end of the day, I'm not how they are, and it, and it shows, you know, because it's just like, you know, they go ahead and get drunk, and then, you know, the next morning, I'm like, yo, we're so and so for work, 
and they and so and so, I'm not gonna name any names, would text me like, "Oh man, I was hungover, I overslept." It, like seeing that from in somebody else is just like, you know, I'm just thinking myself even more like, exactly, like you just, literally that's proving yeah, my point. That's very irresponsible. Yeah, and it's, and it's crazy. It's crazy that you had said like, you know, I, if I drink, I don't drink to get drunk. I, you know, I, I or I do drink to get drunk. And for me, it's become the complete opposite over time. Like I used to, obviously, we both used to drink a lot, but. I don't I don't have to get drunk every time like I can have and and it's and it's definitely changed because I don't even drink vodka anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't do I can't even do any clear liquor mm-hmm. at that. I I've, I've gone strictly to craft beer and whiskey and bourbon and it's just like you can't have a ton of shots of whiskey and bourbon and be okay, you know. So for me it's like I'll have a glass of whiskey or I'll have a few craft beers with those craft beers I can only have two before I'm like highly intoxicated because they're like 10%, exactly. you know? So, so I, I almost drink to enjoy the flavor and enjoy the taste mm-hmm. and be able to wake up the next day and function like a normal human being, because I don't want the consequences that come with it. Now, don't give me, don't get me wrong. Like every now and then I'll let loose and have a few mm-hmm. and just relax, but it's not going to be on a Sunday night. It's not going to be on a Wednesday night. Um, and even on top of that, one of the things, cause you know, I, I'm a boxing instructor, you work out, that's one of the things that kills progress is when you miss a gym day because you can't get up out of bed. Exactly. And and that's like, you know, that's big, you know, and, and the gym is big with me. So it's like, it, it's funny. Cause like, I'll go work out and you know, I'll go to work. People are like, Oh man, like how do you, how do you stay in shape? It's like, well, one, I work out. So that's going to help Two, I try not to put the things inside me. That's going to hinder my progress you know, of where I want to be physically mm-hmm. or, you know, like, like body wise, it, it, it's that simple, man. Like, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, even when you, you say you can even, even when it comes to health, you know, oh, how do you stay? Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not doing anything different than what you would do. It's just that the way I see it is you put bad things in your body. You're going to have bad results. It's that simple. Yeah. You eat right. You, I mean, don't me wrong. You can every now and then, you know, whatever eat the piece of macaroni ain't nothing wrong with that but if you eat it all the time and you work out you're not you may get a little bit of results but it's not going to be at the pace at where it could be if you know you added some healthy nutritional you know food with your workout and it's just sacrifice you said it and the funny thing is man like you know a lot of people like to try to make things so complicated when it's so simple it's just so it's one plus one equals two simple. And yet, you know, people are trying to like, you know, find all these other routes to get to where they need to be. Or if I do this, if I take this, if I add this, it helps. Now, like supplements, ain't nothing wrong with supplements. Like, you know, you can take vitamins and stuff like that. But like you, at the end of the day, you got to put the work in and you got to, you know, eat the healthy stuff and you, you got to stop the bad stuff. You got to stop the drinking. You got like if it. it it's just if you're together. if you're serious about it, you will get it done. If you're serious about it, it's really simple. Yep, absolutely. Now I got I got two more questions, man. And I'm gonna let you enjoy the rest of your evening. One of them was kind of reverting back to what you said earlier that you had start getting into video producing. Um, how did that happen? Because I know I reached out to you right before I started my podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, man, what kind of camera should I get? And you're like, bro, get a GoPro. And I'm just like, all right. Now I'm a, now this was this was months ago and now we're about to be in June mm-hmm. and I'm like all right I'm about to finally get a GoPro but it's not even about to be for my podcast it's about to be for my boxing classes so what what made you get into video producing so, um what are, what are you doing to get better at that craft so it's um so I've always been I guess 
pretty deep, like technology savvy as far as like computers and stuff like that. I know I always know like, kind of how to work around a computer and just like the the basic to intermediate commands and stuff like that. And for our program at school, even though it's a broadcasting pro- program, the other half of it is digital media. So basically, I was kind of forced to learn how to edit videos better using, you know, not only different programs. So like you got Adobe Premiere, which is probably the most popular one with a lot of like major studios and um, um, companies use. And then you have, if you have a, a MacBook, you, you use Final Cut Pro, <coughs> excuse me, which is really good as well. Um, so for the school, we use Final Cut Pro and, you know, you have, I mean, certain classes you just had to edit videos, you had to shoot videos, you had to edit videos. And, you know, when you first start off, it, it's going to be, it's going to be crap. I'll be honest with you. Most people don't know what the heck they're doing. You know, they don't take the time out to learn the actual keys and, and, and the details that go into it. But as you progress, you, you get better at it. And to be honest, I, I wasn't really, and I'm kind of still not really a fan of, you know, editing videos and learn how to do that stuff, but I had to learn how to do it. So right. whether I like it or not, I, I still know how. And now with with YouTube and Twitch and Mixer and all these stream and people, you know, on Facebook and Xbox and all that crap, like a lot of people that's what's like gaining a lot of momentum. So, you know, at this point, you know, you kinda have to know how to do that stuff because you know, once you get good enough, you want to make sure that you're putting quality videos out. You want to make sure that you understand, you know, like the, the different camera exposures and stuff like that, how lighting affects, you know, how you look and what colors to wear, you know, when you're, you know, on camera, what looks good, what looks what looks bad. And, you know, it's little stuff that adds up, you know, to the bigger picture, you know, and it's, and with, with cameras and stuff, it's, they're all pretty good. Like, you're, it's hard to find a bad camera. Um, hell, you can even use the the that iPhone 11. That camera is so good. Like, you can't tell the difference between an iPhone, someone shooting a video on an iPhone 11 versus someone shooting shooting it on a you know five thousand dollar red camera. You know, it's it's with editing. The what I love about editing is, say if you don't have the best camera. If you know how to edit really good, it doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't even matter. You can shoot with a with a flip phone and still make it look good. You know, it's that's the beauty of it. You know, it's you don't have to be great at both. If you're bad at editing, you can have a good camera. If you're bad at shooting, you can have good editing skills. But if you have both good camera skills and good editing skills, that's when you put like some of the best videos that you know you've ever done. I'd say this you know, practice, practice, practice. A lot of these, you know, with a camera, the, the good thing is when you record something, you can always overwrite it. You can always delete it. You can always retry, you know, and practice editing videos, practice, you know, how you want things to look. Always, you know, record more than you need. That's, that's honestly, that's probably one of the most important things I've learned. When you're going out and you got a project or something, or you got to record a, a video for something, always record more because a lot of times, you know, you may have only a certain small time frame to get that great shot or that perfect shot or that location. And you may not be able to go back to that, you know, for various reasons. So well, you, you never want to be in a situation to where you didn't have enough content to put together a video. You always want to have more than enough so you can kind of 
make it smaller. Um, and another thing, always watch, like, it's almost like proofreading, you know, proofreading like a, a paper or something like that. Always watch your video before you post it. And I know that sounds silly, but a lot of people don't. And they don't notice, like, little small mistakes that you may not notice while you're, you're editing it and stuff like that. So just right. just be mindful. You know, the the editing is easy, but, you know, it, it it's also very detailed. Um, right. I always like to show someone else uh, a video that I've edited before I actually, like, post it. Just because a, a lot of times, you know, when you're creating, you know, some type of idea or you're recording something or you're shooting a video – or, you know, you're using a camera you never used before, a lot of times you put it together, and it may look good to you, but it may actually not be that good when it comes, you know, when it, when it's put on the big screen, you know? So just to give you an example, when we have, like, class projects, or when we had class projects, you would go out, and you would record whatever the, the hell what was required, and then you would edit it, and, you know, you think it looked good, and you forget that when it's shown, it's going to be on a projector, a big projector. So you have to make sure, like, you're rendering the right, um, you know, pixel rating to where it will, you know, the, if it's 1080p, to make sure it looks good on whatever software you're using. Like, YouTube's yeah. a big one. A lot of people, you know, record videos, put it on YouTube, and it's not formatted correctly, or, and it looks... Oh, oh yeah. The sound is it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And, and the one thing... Um, you know, that I took for granted is audio. A lot of people think, mm-hmm. you know, that we, I mean, we have mics now, but you, you, you should always have a microphone. Anytime you are recording someone's audio, have a microphone. I'll give you a, a prime example, a recent example. This was actually last week. We had um, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, he's he, the musician guy, uh, guest on our, on our, uh, our show last week. And, yep. I invited them to. I sent them him, my co-host, the link to the uh, uh, to the software we're using to record. And great show. Had my headphones in. You know, I made sure the volumes weren't. You know, when we're speaking, weren't too loud, and, and so on and so forth. Anyway, got done with the video. Next day, I go to edit it, and I noticed that my mic was picking not only up my voice, but my fan on my computer, so it was plugged in, was running. So I could hear like a a hum, like a hum from the fan mm. that I I didn't hear when I was recording. So, you know, I, I could fix it to the. It wasn't perfect, but I you know I, I I patched it up a little bit to where it doesn't really sound. You can't really hear it too much, but it's it's little stuff like that that you got to be mindful of. You know, even when recording. You know, if you're outside and the sun is shining, and through the camera lens, it looks fine, but once you upload it and you realize the exposure wasn't right and now that person looks like a shadow versus what they really look like you know and so that's right. why you know make sure you're you're checking stuff before you you get started you're you're you know checking your own mic checking your own video especially when it's like an interview or it's like a a, a shoot towards at a location where you can't just go back to every time so you know, you want to make sure when you're out there that that you're prepared and, you know, you're making sure that you're not missing anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And last question of the day, because, man, you dropped some gems today. You, you, you've, opened my, you've opened my eyes up to some stuff that I haven't even paid attention to. No problem. Um, all you know, stuff, you, listen, Dom, all this stuff is is, is from experience. This, oh, yeah. All this stuff, I've messed up on all this. 
I forgot this, I forgot that, I forgot to say this, nothing that, and I've not learned from it to for the next time to where you know I'm prepared for it. Oh, absolutely. And you, you, you guys have been doing the weekly review essentially like this has been formulating over a year. Yeah, it will be, you know, it will be two years in uh, it's August, September ish. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, last question of the day, obviously, uh, with my podcast, I try to focus on positive things, inspiration, motivation, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always have a quote of the week. So I'm about to give you the quote of the week and I want your personal opinion or anything that comes to mind when I read this to you. So the quote of the week is the most powerful thing you can be is yourself. Okay. What do I think about that? I, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I agree hundred percent and that kind of, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but that, that goes back into the, you know, the whole meditation thing, you know, and that, yeah. that's big on figuring out who you are, you know, why, like, you know, it's funny on, on my show last week, um, I asked the guy, you know, same type of question, like, what would your advice be for, you know, upcoming musicians? And the big thing he said was, you know, find the why, like, why are you doing it? Like, what's, what's, the, what's the end goal? You know, and I, and I think a lot of people have to ask themselves that, you know, like, you know, if you, are you doing this? just for fun or you you wasting your time or you don't know like find the why find out who you are and once you do that like everything is is, is easy you know it, be yourself you know be who you are and who cares what other people think you know as long as you make yourself happy that's all that matters awesome man well again i appreciate you taking the time out of your especially your monday evening monday you know, well i'm not night. doing nothing anyway but heck, i bought some cards i think Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it, Sirach. Um, I will talk to you soon, my brother. Take care, stay healthy, and cheers, my All man. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you. Take care, man. Yeah.